welcome to Cancer Conversations. I'm your host, Erica Matthews. I am a wife, mom, and wellness coach. I understand the trauma of getting a cancer diagnosis and the intense battle a person instantly steps into. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome adversity and how activating faith plays a key role in the outcomes we want to have. Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Cancer Conversations. I have some amazing guests on my podcast this week. And I say guests because I have Sean and Christine McKenzie as my guests. And so they're just going to share their amazing story of what God has done. And I'll let you just take it over. So you guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, so Sean, take <clears throat> us back to the beginning of, you know, diagnosis year, what you were doing, like what your symptoms were leading up to the diagnosis and then exactly like what kind of cancer. Okay. You start? So back in September around, well, on August 31st, he actually had a uh, dentist appointment and he had a really big cavity and right after that, he started getting migraines. So we just thought it was from the dentist, no big deal. But the migraines went on for about two, three weeks. Mm. And finally, one day he had a really weird episode, um, which we now know was a seizure. But I had no idea at the time. I thought maybe he was just dehydrated. So he had a seizure one day. And then the next day, we just we weren't sure. And so the next day, I brought him to Emerge. That was on September 17th. We brought him to Emerge. He had a CT scan done, blood work, ECG, and everything came back normal. Mm. So we just came back home and, you know, still confused about the headaches, but they started to subside and he went to work and he started having some weird episodes. Like he was confused where the bathroom was in our own home. Uh, We believe he had a few more seizures. They're called absence seizures. Mm. And uh, he really wasn't feeling well. So as the week went on, it was a Thursday night. He was sitting at the dinner table and he knew something was off because he had been sleeping a lot and whatnot. And he got up for maybe 20 minutes and he said, no, something is wrong. I need to go back to Emerge. So Friday, September 22nd, we brought him back to Emerge. This time we were there for nearly 12 hours and they, they did an MRI. And that night, almost midnight, Dr. Watson told us that there was an abnormality on his brain. He did most likely have seizures. His driver's license would be suspended and he was going to be off work indefinitely. So it was quite the bomb to be dropped on us. Yeah, We were devastated. (laughs) I didn't know how to take that. So we went home um, that night and uh, that Sunday we went to church and we told everyone about it. And the pastor anointed us, anointed him. that Sunday and everyone in the church prayed for him and of course we were scared didn't know what was going to happen but we believed that God would heal him so we were so thankful for the church for praying and we had an appointment with the neurosurgeon the following Thursday on September 28th so we went to that appointment and again we were still hoping that you know maybe this isn't they had mentioned it might be a tumor but they weren't sure so we were just praying all week and We went to this appointment at the neurosurgeon and she said that it was in fact a brain tumor. 
And she basically gave us three options. She said that we could either do nothing and wait three months and get another MRI done, which she highly did not recommend. Or she said that we could do a biopsy to confirm, but she was basically 99% sure her and her team we're 99% sure it was a brain tumor. We could do a biopsy and then start chemo and radiation for six months. Mm-hmm. And the third option was to do open brain surgery and then start chemo and radiation for six months. Oh my God. Which would have left me disabled out of my left eye. Wouldn't be able to drive again. I don't think I'd work underground again. Um, no, he's I'd, an underground miner. So yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would have been disabled. Even the biopsy, there wasn't a guarantee. Just the tricky spot where it was in the back of my head, it, it would have possibly disabled me. Wow. She also said that she could only take maybe up to 50% of the brain tumor with open mm-hmm. brain surgery. So I thought, well, what's the point of that? And she said, well, that's a good question, but she didn't really answer. We really didn't feel there was any hope. I even asked her what was the best uh, diet for him to be on. She said nutrition didn't matter. Oh, well, that was a red flag. We're like, what? Did you guys get a second opinion at all? Or- we wanted to, we left there. No, we didn't. But we did try to go through my work. There's a program that I, I went through, but the questions and the whole the, the whole process was extremely long. We kept getting booted out of the site and it just didn't end up happening, but we did want to get a second opinion. But I guess we didn't pursue that anyway because we put all of our faith in God because we came home after that appointment with the neurosurgeon. And of course, fear set in. You know, they make you think like those are your only options. And of course, you want to do something to to fix this, right? I just wasn't going to accept. She basically told us that no matter what, this tumor was going to keep growing and he was going to eventually die. So I just wasn't willing to accept that. I mean, we had just gotten married. We just got married a year ago. So we were just saved a year and a half ago. This just wasn't, this couldn't be the end of his story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then when we got home, we were down and out for a day or so. And then it was happening in the middle of the night. It was the craziest thing. I was basically praying to God to heal me, to to just rescue me from this. And he, the presence of the Holy Spirit came over me in the middle of the night. And I can't even explain what happened. But somehow there was a communication between myself and God, and he was answering my prayer, and he said he would heal me. And I think he healed me that night. Yes. But he said, I have to serve him now. i got to stop living in the world and doing all this bad stuff. And I was in tears. I'd wake up in tears, and I'd be up all night after that. And it happened for a couple days straight, and it was the most incredible thing. It was almost like when I was saved. I was saved on the highway on the way to work one day, and I was bawling my eyes out listening to worship music and that's kind of what happened in the middle of the night I was just bawling in in bed I can't really explain it but and just reaching out to God to heal me and he promised me I was I would be healed I woke up thinking he was crying because I thought he was giving up and he was like no I'm having this most incredible moment with God oh (laughs) that's so beautiful yeah, and so the, the days after that, all these steps, just these people kept getting put in our path for this alternative kind of methods. I don't know if that did anything, but I had no fear going oh, forward. I had no no worries, no anxiety. We were happy through the whole two-month process where I was just eating, you know, cabbage and, you know, <laughs> juicing vegetables and doing this Fen Ben protocol, but... 
I believed I was healed. Like it was incredible. Yeah, we, we definitely had peace that made absolutely no sense. I had zero doubt in my mind. Like we could see the people around us were still scared, and we we were like, it's okay. God's got God's this. God, God is healing him. We're okay, him you know. And yeah, I trusted him completely, and yeah. it paid off. Yeah. And I'm somebody who always used to have anxiety, and uh, ever since being saved, I have no more anxiety. But something like this would have definitely thrown me over the edge. Mm. But we were completely at peace with yeah. our decisions, our yeah. path, everything. Well, so what did you decide then? So did you do surgery, chemo? What did you decide? None of it. So we decided we didn't even want to do a biopsy because after doing like, I did research day and night for about a month straight. I mean, I still do some research, but for one month straight, I did not put my phone down. We decided for us, God was speaking to us that don't even do the biopsy. We were afraid that that would make it spread. Yep. Um, don't touch it. Don't poke it. Don't, you know, if we're not going to do the surgery, which we knew the open brain surgery was absolutely not an option for the high risks that were involved. So yeah, the biopsy, he had already made up his mind that chemo and radiation was something he was not going to do. We do believe that. That wasn't the right path for for him. Hey, I want to pause from today's episode and talk about an immune system molecule that has certainly changed my life, but is making a lot of waves out in the world. And strong immunity is my passion. And I truly believe that every single person needs to be using this molecule. It activates your natural killer cells. It makes your immune system 437% smarter. It kills cancer cells, and its main job is to help your body recognize a threat and then respond to it. Now, one of the great things about this molecule is if your body doesn't recognize where the problem is, it can't certainly fight it. So it's like this molecule points out where the problem is so it can effectively fight it. So if you are interested in what this molecule could do for you, go ahead and message me at hello at ericamatthews.co. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So yeah, I did just a ton of research and came across a diet protocol. And we completely changed everything in the house from plastics to glass, our toxins, like everything got rid of all the toxins in the house, switched his diet. He went on a 100% raw organic vegetable diet. And then after that, somebody was put in our path. Craziest story is a friend of his who had cancer put us in touch with someone who was helping him. And I reached out to her and it just happened to be somebody that I knew 20 years ago that we ended up having a huge falling out and I was very angry with her and I never forgave her for something. Mm. And now all of a sudden she was put in our path and I believe 100% that God wanted me to forgive her. Wow. So it was just a full circle and she ended up helping us with the fenbendazole and ivermectin protocol, which is a parasite cleanse. Yep. So we just we decided this is it. This is the path we got to go down. Everything pointed to God putting this in our path. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, you guys know that parasites mimic cancer, right? Yeah. So like when if you go for a scan and a mass lights up in your body, wherever it's it is, they say it's cancer, but it could be a parasite egg sac. It could mm-hmm. be 
fungus, you know, sack. It's, it's, I feel like there needs to be, you know, some better testing out there because mm-hmm. people are using chemo when really they just need to go after parasites or, you know, and parasites <laughs> and fungus go hand in hand, really. But yeah, so, so you guys did the fenbendazole, like how many milligrams a day were you taking? We started them off at 222 milligrams. Uh-huh. We're actually in a Facebook group and there's a whole protocol. So 222 milligrams of Fenben. And within four weeks, we moved them up to 2000 milligrams per day. And then the ivermectin was 12 milligrams per day, twice a day, three days on, four days off. Okay. And then, and then of course, there's a lot of uh, supplements. other supplements and vitamins that he took along with that. And what do you think was the most beneficial of everything? I definitely felt God had it. God, number one, 100%. Without God, there's no way that this would have, nothing would have, he wouldn't be healed without God. So I'll say that for sure. But definitely the Fenben and the Ivermectin, I think, is what destroyed the tumor. If not God snapping his fingers. (laughs) We'll never know, but yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well, and so Sean, speak to us about how cancer has changed you for the better. Well, it just makes you think of life in a whole new perspective. You, you want to live your life to the fullest every day and uh, not take advantage of the little things and just be in the moment more. Don't don't live for, you know, someday, you know, live every day to the fullest. And, and definitely that was a big wake up call for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this happened, but I can say one thing is that we definitely took a lot from this. God, in one huge swoop, took away so many of these bad things that we had in our lives, like drugs and alcohol, gone. We also took, we're musicians, and we used to just play, you know, regular multi-genre mixed music. And we now, after this, like he mentioned about God saying, you know, you got to serve me 100%, not just one toe in. We now worship him through with music. So we completely shifted everything. Things started to change when we got saved, but not quite like this. This tumor completely changed everything in our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> I, lo- I love yeah, it. She even like on the way back from the hospital, she made a promise to God in the car that she would give up drinking if God would heal me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't even healed yet, but she never touched alcohol since that day. Mm-hmm. And she still hasn't touched it. No. And I was drinking daily. Yeah, we were we were getting bad, but the it was getting out of hand for yeah. sure. Yeah. And God took that away. Yeah. Through my cancer. Yeah. Uh, man, so much he's taken away <laughs> of the bad, but it's given good, you know. Yeah. And took, I guess, you know, that we we someone once told us, you know, our pastor told us that sometimes God whispers. And then sometimes he yells. Well, we believe that he was yelling at us to change our ways and use this tumor as a way. I actually think of it as a blessing because without this tumor happening, like I was already saved the year prior, but for him to come down and and come to me in my sleep like that, middle of the night was just another confirmation of his power and what he did. Yeah, sorry, I get emotional. It's so powerful what he did. Well, I'm so grateful that you're alive to testify of his goodness. And, you know, as we know, God's not a respecter of of persons. Like he, you know, he wants all of us to be hungry for him and call out to him and pray Mm -hmm. for this. And so I just love that God just like, he did this quick work, like for you, Christine, Mm -hmm. I mean, with the forgiveness of that woman and just 
then alcohol and drugs setting you free. And now, you know, you're just, you guys are like fully living for him, completely surrendered. And that's kind of what cancer has done for me. Like I, uh, same thing. Like, I mean, I wasn't like partying or anything like that, but I wasn't fully surrendered to the Lord. And I was very focused on my businesses and, and all that. And this has been like, I am like, Lord, whatever you want, it's just all for your glory. It doesn't matter. It, nothing matters, but just loving mm-hmm. the Lord, mm-hmm. like loving him. And there's so much freedom in that, right? So much freedom in that. So, mm-hmm. um, so beautiful. So mm-hmm. you got diagnosed September of 23. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So it was like a six month. No, less than that four months how long december 15th was his second mri and that's when it showed that it was 90 percent gone sure the picture maybe yeah, yeah. with not even three months the, the tumor was 90 percent gone i think i had sent you i can send you the picture but we do have the picture of the tumor before and after wow yeah it was approximately six and a half centimeters and it's funny how you mentioned the parasite egg because even the neurosurgeon mentioned it's not a perfect circle it's more like tentacles Mm. (laughs) like oh you mean like my like parasites right so yeah and she was completely baffled she had no idea when she called us with the results of the second mri she said like i i don't know what to tell you i don't know what's going on so we shared with her the fenbendazole and the ivermectin, and she said, maybe I need to look into this fenben, but whether or not she will, you know, we share our story because I, I think, you know, more people need to, you know, to, to know that there's more options than just chemo, radiation, and surgery. Yes. Absolutely. I know. So one more thing I was going to touch on. Another thing God did was before I was always afraid to share my faith about God. I was always afraid of being judged or ridiculed like all my old friends are non-christian now since this happened i, I scream at my faith from the rooftops i, I post it everywhere it's yeah. <laughs> i'm not afraid anymore that's yeah. not a thing he did right he, yeah right now our job is to share the gospel our job is to share our testimonies and and be a hope for the good news of jesus and what he does he, he yeah. still does miracles today that's right yeah. yes in your face satan you mess with the wrong couple right exactly oh yes well I love this I know that God's gonna just use your story so powerfully and I know for the listeners you know listening in there's just you just gave them so much hope is there anything else you guys want to say about your story or any advice you want to give to people just trusting God and number one that's that's first and foremost with everything we do in our lives now We, we we talk to God about everything that's that's our focus and and that should be everybody's focus and because mm-hmm. he's the shepherd he will lead us down the, the perfect path he knows what's best for us and put all your faith in and he'll take away any you know fear any doubt any confusion just pray just talk to him and he'll help you <laughs> yep. yeah yeah i don't know how people can go through you know a cancer diagnosis without like completely relying on Jesus because Mm -hmm. it's rough. Even Mm -hmm. with Jesus, it's rough. You know, it's a wild ride. That's for sure. But God, all things. Exactly. He made it almost easy though. That's how much 
you know, I'm just amazed by what he does is he just gave us the gift of faith. Yeah. The gift of peace. We just knew in our hearts that everything was going to work out and that trust just manifested and beautifully. Praise the Lord. Lord. (laughs) Yes. Well, I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. This is going to be such a blessing to people that are on their cancer journeys and in the fight. So thanks so much for having us. Yes. All right. You guys take care. You too. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Erica Matthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.